0: Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Making the Impossible Normal. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that when we gather in your name, you are here in the midst of us. And so we just acknowledge you. We thank you and praise you that you want us to know, that you wanna give us revelation knowledge as to how to walk well in your kingdom and to represent you. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, God has been talking to me about the impossible things that, and I shared that with you yesterday, that he lives in the impossible. The impossible is normal for him and he wants it to be for us. And so to make the impossible normal in our lives, we have to start practicing, actually, for starters, that way of thinking. We have to be determined that we want the impossible to happen in our lives, and not be settling for that mountain just sitting in the front of, in front of us. Um, we're just putting up with it, walking around it, instead of pushing it aside and living in the what can be. Jesus was telling me that you know he thinks about the the things that can be he he lives in that realm the impossible as he said is normal for him and so you know he's saying we got to get to the place where we think like he does and think well how can i change this to be better or how can i live in the impossible realm in this situation always looking to change the maybe um okay thing to better or the the bad thing to good like he did. And you know, God did that. He got out there and he said, let there be light and he created us. And so he always is making the thing that is okay or not good better. And that's how he thinks. And that's what he's saying is we got to be thinking that way in fact he said when he left he said i'm going and whoever steadfastly believes in me will do the thing that i'm doing and um, steadfastly means all the time if you're steadfastly believing in him you're determined and you have to be determined and then he said because he's going to his father and so he was saying now you're going to go and do what i was doing if you believe in me and then he said As representing me, I'll give you whatever you want. I'll grant you whatever you ask for as representing me. And so what he's saying is he's calling us who believe in him to show who he is. Just like Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I only say and do what the Father tells me to say and do. And so he's calling us to be like him. And he's calling us to do the work he did the greater thing, not just sitting there and putting up with things, not not just letting that mountain rule us, but to push it aside and be determined to bring the impossible things into existence. That's what he's asking us to do. And so, and it starts with us individually in our own lives and, you know, to be determined to... Um, even just start with something small and decide you're not going to have the flu because the word of God says, by his stripes, I was healed. Be determined to live in what can be rather than what is. Talk to the mountain and tell it to move because we're to be representing him. And when we're representing him, when we steadfastly believe in him, like he said, then we can move that mountain out of the way. We can bring the impossible into existence like he did he did the greater thing. And you know that greater thing is love. And really that's what it's all about. He wants to do good in our lives. He came and showed us the Father. He laid down His life because He loves us. And He wants us to walk in that. You know, it, it, it was a gift, it was free. We can just take it and then He wants us to share it, to share the revelation knowledge that we have. And you know, sometimes, um, I think that is like the major problem because I hear so many people say, um, God is a mystery. We're not supposed to have understanding. And everything happens for a reason, what is, is. And there's nothing we can do about it. And that's because we don't have revelation knowledge. We really don't. And so we got to get that revelation knowledge and Jesus said the mysteries of the kingdom of God were meant to be revealed. And he was talking to the disciples in Mark 4, you can read it, and he said, when they asked him what a parable meant, he said, to you has been given the mysteries of the kingdom of God, because they steadfastly believed in him, they were asking him. In James it says you can ask for revelation knowledge or you can ask for wisdom, and God will give to all liberally without fault-finding. Jesus said a lamp wasn't meant to put under the table, but on top. And so, you know, we do things because we don't know any better. We put up with those things in our life because we don't know any better. And you know, we believe lies like, well, God wants me to have this in my life. He's teaching me something. And so we end up with things attached to us, sickness, disease, you know, um, depression, all kinds of things because we think that's what God wants, because we don't have revelation knowledge, because we don't think we're supposed to have revelation knowledge. We think God is supposed to be a mystery, and He's not. Um, You can just think of it, you know, you want your kids to know all they can know. You want them to have as much information as they can, so they can live well, and that's the same thing God wants for us. He wants us to walk in revelation knowledge. He wants us to have wisdom, And so um, I'm just thinking about James, where it says, count it all joy, because when you start pressing towards having that revelation knowledge, like Jesus said in Mark 4, the enemy is going to come against you. But you count it all joy, and you keep pressing on that path to what can be. And the enemy is going to come against you. But James says, you're going to get to the place where you don't lack anything. And it's because you pressed and you got understanding, you got revelation knowledge, and you got to the place where you get it. And the enemy can't trick you anymore and he can't keep you in bondage anymore. And so that is exciting. And so living in that impossible realm, bringing the impossible to be normal starts with our relationship with God, having revelation knowledge, And then walking in that revelation knowledge and having it happen in our own lives. So then that we can go out and share with others the true God, so we can represent him. So we look like him, and Jesus said we are to imitate the Father. And he said that he just said and did what the Father said to say and do. And that's what we're called to do. We are. And then when that's happening in our life, then we can go out and do that greater thing he called us to do. You know, he's coming. He said, "Will I find faith on the earth when I get here. You know, he said we're going to do greater things than he did. Whoever believes in him, we're going to do that. And, you know, he's looking for us to actually do that. You know, so much of the time things just seem so hard and so far out out there and we just kind of pushed it aside. And but, you know, he is asking us to believe the impossible, to believe the impossible thing, to make it normal in our lives so that we can show him I'm talking about really making it normal. So, you know, something happens and um, in your life where you'd usually go to another source instead, God is saying, come to me make that impossible thing happen and keep doing it and just keep practicing it and it will happen right i mean if you practice something you get good at it if you practice music you get good at it god is good at what he does it's what he does it's his thing to bring the impossible into existence and that's what he's calling us to do to practice it to keep seeking keep on knocking getting that revelation knowledge To bring that thing to pass in our lives, that is impossible. And then, you know, those people that we're praying for who um, don't believe in God or don't want to follow God or just think that they said a prayer and that's getting them to heaven and they still live the other way and they don't walk in that truth, then they're going to believe it because we're showing the Father. But as it is, most of us. We're just walking in that normal thing. We're letting the mountain there. We're not putting it aside by living in the what can be realm. And that, as we talked about yesterday, starts with your thinking. Jesus said, as a man, Jesus said, well, Proverbs says, as a man thinks, so is he. And Jesus said, what's in your heart will come out your mouth. And he said, you can talk to the mountain and move it. So we need to move that mountain. We need to shrink it up. And like we talked about yesterday, what we do in ignorance, because we don't know the word of God and what our loved ones do, is they put up with the mountain because they think it's supposed to be there. They think it's part of the plan for their lives. And then they become attached to it rather than getting rid of it. And so we have to be showing who the Father is. We have to be showing the goodness of God so that they can know the goodness of God. So personally, in our lives, individually, we have to be seeking God in his way and walk in his kingdom. Jesus said, seek first kingdom of God, and all these other things will be added to you. When you learn his way of doing and being right, then things are going to be added to you. You're not going to have a lack of revelation knowledge. You're going to be bringing heaven on the earth which is bringing the impossible into existence on the earth. You know, we're here to prepare for heaven, you know, and there's life beyond this life, but so much of the time we just live, you know, like this is it. And, you know, so we don't have time for anything else because this is it. We don't know what tomorrow brings. And um, we don't know God, but we're just hoping... You know by some chance that we're going to be able to go to heaven because it seems like the best place to be but he's calling us to hear him to know him here and now so that we know for sure we're going to be with him and jesus said that god's going to tell you things to come he said that so you know we can know things and we can and when we know things we're going to know this life isn't it this is this life is to prepare for the next life And so all the time that you're putting into things that you think are so important, they really may not be because he's of importance. Getting to know where you're gonna spend your eternity is the most important thing. You know, we send our kids to school and maybe to college and you know, thinking the most important thing is what they do with their life. And that is the most important thing, but what they're doing with their life is it really for something that will add up to eternity, or is it just for here and now, and it'll fade away? And, you know, that's exactly what's going to happen. Our eternity has to be, we have to be thinking about our our eternity with him. And if we're not, we're going to be lost and deceived and making a big deal out of something that really is nothing. What is seen is temporary what is unseen is eternal and so we have to look to the unseen we have to look to the father and find out what our purpose is here and our purpose is he he put a gift on the inside of each one of us we all have a talent to give in his kingdom and when we do that thing we're going to have happiness peace joy and contentment plus we're going to know the father and we're going to be working towards eternity we're going to be working to love and bring others into the wisdom and the revelation knowledge that they need to have to be preparing for the eternity so it's not that we're so far off but when we do it without god what i mean is it's not that we're so far off in the things that we do but for the reason that we're doing them needs to be examined because God has the best plan for us and there's purpose in it other than just taking care of yourself, but to love one another. And we can't do anything without him. We can't do anything without being connected to the vine. So if you're not connected to the vine, you need to get connected. Jesus said, I'm the vine, you are the branches. Father is the vine dresser. And apart from me, you can do nothing. So when you get connected to him, when he's your source then he's going to teach you how to bring that impossible thing to a possible thing in your life through you know what you were called to do he he's going to just make everything work out jeremiah twenty nine eleven tells us he has a plan and it's for our good and part of the plan is to be loving your neighbor to be giving of yourself in the kingdom of god And so there's so much to know. There's so much revelation to have. But we got to take the time to get to know him. And what I started to say that I didn't finish is we're so busy taking the time to do the things that we think are so important we lack. We fail to take the time to know him and find out what he's saying to us and bringing his will into our lives, that impossible thing. You know, he has something for you to do more than you could even ask or think or dream or imagine. You know, if you're thinking that you're going to do this one thing, he has something even more exciting for you than the thing that you think you're going to do. And so we're really lacking without him. And he wants us to know that. And he wants us to start practicing believing the impossible thing. He put a dream in your heart. And when you look at that dream, then it's going to look impossible, even that, even that right there. You know, that's that probably for me when he put a dream in my heart, when he told me what he called me to do, to me it looked impossible and some things still do, but he's asking us to believe it and to get in that relationship with him where you can hear him and he speaks to you, and makes it real to you. So if you never asked him to be your God, if you never said the prayer, um that invites him to come and live on the inside of you, then I would like to pray that prayer with you today. And it's not just a prayer to say, can I come to heaven? It, it's a prayer to um, ask him. Revelation 3.20 says he's knocking at the door of your heart, and when you invite him in, he's going to come in, and he's going to dine with you, which means he's going to hang out with you. And so it's a prayer of a, it's inviting him to be in relationship with him. And it's not just a prayer to go to heaven, but it's a committed relationship. And he's calling us to do his will, to do that greater thing, and so it's a commitment. And all you have to do is ask him to come and live on the inside of you, and he will. Just like he said, if you invite him in, he's gonna come. He's tangible. You'll be able to feel him and hear him And then he'll start showing that great thing, showing you that great thing that he has for you to do. And you're going to have so much happiness, peace, joy, and contentment like you never had before. He's just going to make your life awesome. So all you have to do is pray that. And if you'd like me to pray with you, I, I can do that right now. All you have to do is say, Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you laid down your life for us. And we're just asking you to come and live on the inside of us, be with us teach us your way. Teach us how to live in your kingdom. Help us to be committed to you and be a part of what you're doing. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. If you didn't know that Jesus bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain by his stripes, you were healed. You can read that in Isaiah 53. And um, he laid down his life so that you could be right with the Father. And then when he left, he said the Holy Spirit would come and live on the inside of you. So God's Spirit living on the inside of you. He's with you all the time. He's going to teach you all things. He's going to tell you things to come, remind you of things that he said. It's so exciting. John 1.1 1, 1 tells us he is his word. So you've got to look at the word of God to get to know him. And when you do that, you're going to start hearing him and having understanding, getting revelation knowledge as to how to walk in his kingdom and find out what he's calling you to do. And you're going to start bringing that impossible thing into existence because he's going to help you. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.